it's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ. On demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. If you plan on bringing the kids to Disney, planning for this entire trip just got a whole lot easier. That's a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. Can you help me? People's problems means when we notice something, somebody will usually text us or maybe hit us with a DM saying, hey, this is going on in my life. And our goal isn't necessarily to tell them what to do because uh, I wouldn't trust me. But our listeners have always had a lot of really, really great thoughts or suggestions when there's something going on in your life, mostly because uh, when you broadcast to this many people, there's a pretty good chance that somebody has gone through what you're going through. So we want to welcome Jason to the show because... Uh, we know it's kind of a, a situation where you're, you're frustrated, but you don't really know what to do. Can you break down what's going on for us? Man, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going through mixed emotions because she's a great wife. I love her so much. You know, she's the love of my life. And she's a great mom, too. You know, I mean, my kids love her. And, and she spends a lot of time with them. She volunteers at my son's school all the time. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Like, my son pulled me aside the other day, and he was like, hey, Dad, you know, um, Mom's kind of, you know, I, I don't know. He, he didn't say the word embarrassed, but or embarrassing, but he's kind of leaning towards that. And he just wants her to stop showing up at his school so much. And yeah. I don't know how to relay this message to her because I know it's going to, like, break her heart and everything because she just loves, you know, spending time with her kids. And, yeah, I'm just, I lay awake at night just wondering how I'm going to relay this information to her. You know what? It's going to be... It's going to be heart-wrenching. And I felt it starting maybe like a year ago that um, maybe I shouldn't be at basketball practice anymore <laughs> or football practice anymore. I felt like maybe I was a little bit of a crutch for my kid. And he still, I, I know he loves me and loves having me around, but there are certain situations that I had to see my way out. And I think I think you should do this or it might come out the wrong way from your son one day. Listen, you don't need to take, you don't need to take the fall on this. Make your kids say that. Like, this is a great way to no, make your kid. No, the son came to him this, in confidence. No, no, this is a great way to make your kid become an adult sooner. You say, listen, yeah. sit down with mom, break open a bottle of wine for her, let her get a couple of glasses in. She'll tell, cry. Tell you don't how do much that. you love her and then say, plus, I don't want you around anymore. <gasps> that. Do not take that advice, That's please. amazing. That could bring nope. me and my wife closer <laughs> while accomplishing. The, I, that's the strategy I'm going to take. Just to recap Jason's OPP, his wife, lovely lady, uh, volunteers a ton at his kid's school. And now maybe that's not wanted so much. This kind of, it, it did hit close to home as a mom that was always like so involved with Liam sports, like helping, helping coach. Like they always had the main coaches and then I would help. But like, I felt it. I felt the shift. And then I definitely knew it when I was in the car one day and I was like, Hey, I think I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to help with basketball this year. He's like, okay. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, there's no fight. There's no like, no, I want you there. So I felt it. And, um, this is going to be a tricky one because your kids are only little for so long. So this is going to, it's probably going to hurt her to know that maybe he doesn't want to see her at school all the this time. This is tough too, because it's, it's not you. You can usually handle your emotions, but if you had right. to go home and tell your husband, uh, Liam doesn't want you around anymore right. while he's working on stuff like that, it would break somebody else's heart. It's easy for you to deal with it. Derek, any advice here, bud? 
Yeah, it all depends on her personality. Is she one of those moms that takes everything personally? And then all of a sudden, you need a ride to school. Nope, you don't want me at your school anymore. I'm not going. Oh. Or I'm not going to your conferences because you don't want me at school. Oh, man. Or she could be the cool mom. Or she could be the cool mom and be like, hey, I understand. That's cool. Let me know if you need me to go. Yeah. Just like how 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 cat is, but it, it, like I said, it all depends on the, her personality. I would have been. Hey, one, you just called me a cool mom. I love that. Uh, two, I agree with you, but I really hope that she's not the fine. Then I'm not going anywhere. That near would have your been school. me. That, if any of my kids would have done that, how I'd be like, immature! Fine, you don't need me around. Oh my that's god, that's on you. You're actually one silly person to think that your kid is always going to want you around. But what you could do is think of ways that you can be involved in a different way. Your kids are growing up. There are different ways to be involved with them. And oh, like selling them. an organ to buy more hockey sticks? Yeah. Like you got to do what do you got to do. That's what I can do. That sounded like a personal choice to get yeah, your kid into hockey. So. I, uh, d- d- yeah. How old are your kids, Derek? Uh, my son's 10. Okay. And he's like, I, I let him do everything. If I don't show up to his school, he gets pissed. He's excited when I pick him up from school, which doesn't yeah. really happen often but if i don't go to stuff he gets mad at me yes to me that's i'm I'm happy with that there's a difference in showing up and being present and then smothering a little bit and maybe this boy is feeling smothered and i don't think that there's anything wrong with him vocalizing that so hopefully she's not uh, really appreciate your thoughts derek thanks for chiming in on this man Hi, Kat. Hi. How's it going? Great. How are you? Don't talk like that. Uh, what'd you do yesterday? Give me something fun. Oh I want God. one amazing highlight from your day yesterday. Something everybody would love to know about. I redid Liam's room all by myself. I took apart his bed, moved it to the garage, assembled his new bed. Oh, new bed. And vacuumed and got his new comforter. And I got him a really cool, like, um... These pillowcase covers that are full court basketball seat. They're very cool. All of this without his knowledge? Uh, He was downstairs. Oh, so he knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And so by Sunday, I'll have time to put all of his new prints up. And I got him really cool canvas prints on just kind of like um, he used to have superheroes and stuff. And now he's getting a little bit more. He's now a big boy. Yeah, a little bit more mature look to his room. So I washed his trophies. I went that far to get all the dust off the trophies and... Uh, set that up, and it looks really cool. Looks like chill. What's one of the most sobering and disappointing things is when your kid no longer cares about those. Yeah. So no- Nolan had the same thing going on, right? Like you got all this stuff that you collect, and you go to these tournaments and stuff like that. And then one day they're just like, whatever. They don't care. Like it's just beyond them. They don't care. Like I would rather else. have no trophies and just do rings or something cool like that that take up less space <laughs> because these things are they're everywhere. We had a couple of tournaments that we played in uh, with youth baseball where we you know we won the tournament and we they yeah. did they got the rings. Yeah. And they were kind of cool but now like those are little kid rings. Like I know. My son is a man now. Like his hands are bigger than mine. Yep. And those rings no longer fit so they sit in a drawer and uh it's something I think one day they'll show their kids and they'll be, you know, yeah. kind of proud about it and stuff like that. Uh, Rand Devon Hansen's got the brats for this Sunday. So right my on. guys are happy. Did school pickup, went and gassed up, got a car wash and I got a pedicure. And she goes, it's so weird that you're here today. What today, Lily? She goes, because I was in St. Augusta this weekend 
and I was bellied up to the bar and I was talking to this guy the whole time and I think I was freaking him out and then I go and sit next to my husband and he's like, uh, that was JJ from the radio. And, the Legion? Yeah. Oh. And she, and then she goes, and then cut two, you're here today. And she's a lovely girl, but her husband is a coach at Cathedral. So he knows of you. He's never coached with you, but he coaches oh, other. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He does track and stuff. Big dude, right? No idea. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I know who you're talking about. That was probably at, uh, we were at. Um, it was a meat raffle. Yeah, yeah. So, it was uh, It was not the Legion, but it was at. Uh, I go, that's their. Mary's place. Yeah. That's their life. It's, I go, they live their best life. They look for meat raffles. Now that their kids are all grown up and don't need them, this is these are their weekends. Well, and then we have a, a couple of friends that, and it was uh, it was a booster for tech, uh, like uh, the combined wrestling, right? The cross yeah. wrestling team. And we, when we went there, we're like, oh my gosh, we know a bunch of families that are going to roll in here. And so, yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, you can't go wrong with What was she talking there. to you about? Because she said she was so embarrassed after she found out it was you. Was she just... No, I don't. I don't I, like. It was just chill conversation. I mean, it's, it's bar conversation. They're yeah. never meaningful. It's never groundbreaking. You're not going to like split the atom at the bar. You yeah. know what I mean? And you're not going to be at, uh, you know, wherever. And all of a sudden, you know, like you have a revolution or anything uh-huh. like that. But huh. uh, it was kind of fun. Uh, today, a huge show planned for you, by the way. I got to give a shout out. And I know my daughter's up early uh, listening. Uh, Mad Dog, really, really proud of you. <laughs> She's embracing Good. being called Mad Dog, but uh, she got the word from the president of the college yesterday that she made the dean's list. So uh, mom and I Saw are really, that. really proud of you. So uh, that's kind of a big thing. I It's very, very odd when I went away to college, my parents would show up to my baseball games and stuff like that and football games, but never once ever asked school going yeah. right so I make a real conscious effort to reach out to both my kids that aren't at home anymore our class is going a couple of times a week and she's always like I'm so dialed in my son who has literally l- weeks of college left fine and then he'll go on to whatever the social thing <laughs> yeah. is it's always just fine so uh, you want to always- hear how mature I am I didn't post a gif saying boo <laughs> underneath that I I liked it I think it's fantastic Reagan that you are on that list but your dad any post I make of my son <laughs> below it is a gif because it's a kid, right? It's, a, it's different when it's a kid. Like when Liam makes the dean's list, I will I will go, good. We're really, right. really proud of you. Well okay. done. Until then, boo. <laughs> you ever had a contractor screw you over? Um, no. So we've only worked. Okay. So we did our basement and we had a pretty good, I was kind of the contractor. I made sure that everyone showed up in the right order, you know, okay. and I learned a lot next time if we do uh, have to do a big project like that, you kind of know who has to come first in order to get that done. So then this has to get done. That was very interesting. So I just don't know how everybody has bad contractor stories. I was reading about Sophia Vergara there. She is talking about these contractors that are suing her and saying they never got paid. And she's like, "Mm, you didn't do the work. So I can't pay you for not doing the work, but what has to happen? Do they have to, you have to pay a little bit in order for them to get the stuff that they need to complete the project or what? How does that even I go? think it works that way with smaller contractors. I would assume that you put some money down to start the work. Like if you're working with a big contractor, let's say they're doing a $50,000 kitchen remodel. Yeah. I'm assuming maybe you got to put two or $3,000 down just to get the work started and get on the schedule. But at that point, I would think that, and maybe I'm thinking completely wrong on this, but I would think that they'd be able to get started 
and you would have a price. Yeah. And you would have a you know complete date. And when it gets done, you pay the rest. I think a successful contracting team has a point person that is in charge of communication with the client. Yeah, that usually. is when things go wrong. When someone that is about to pay you a lot of money to do a project on their house where they live uh, is not being communicated with. I saw that with my mother-in-law and all the work they had done at their ranch. And they it was just like ships in the night. Nobody was calling her back. I'm like, that's not right. So Sophia Vergara is like, I'm not. Mm-mm. It seems not like that's almost acceptable in that line of work. It Yes. Which is just really weird. Like if we didn't call an advertiser back. Yeah. Like if they're like, hey, cat, uh, we want you to endorse this product. And you're like, sure. And then you don't do the commercial and but I take, take the their product, money yep. and take their product and then don't do the endorsement. And then they keep trying to call you and they leave you messages and you don't call them back like that. would You would just not have a job anymore. I also think it's they take on too many projects and then they're like, OK, this person's going to come and maybe weather sets them back or whatever. But you need to write those wrongs. Uh, I want to bring Rachel on and I appreciate you holding. And all we know is that uh, this ended up not just being a, a money thing and a contractor thing, but a relationship thing. So will you break this down? Well, we thought that we were in the clear. First of all, my husband used his friend as the contractor. We have a friend as the contractor. Yeah, big mistake. So that was, yeah, that was red flag number one. Never hire your friend as your contractor. Here's the problem with that, though, because usually, like, I've had friends that have done work like that for me, and they're like, I can get it at cost. And so you realize, well, they're not going to have that markup. And then you're around, you're having a beer with them, you're working on some stuff. And I'm assuming from the tone of your voice before that this is like unresolved or that you've got some issues with this. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They're not charging markup and it's like they're charging everyone else markup. So they're going to go get that money and finish those jobs. Yeah. Our job has been unfinished for two and a half years. That is so sad. So much money. And I wonder what happens. Like, why is there always a disconnect with every job a contractor does? How about the friendship between uh, your husband and this guy? Are they still friends right now, or is that pretty much not going to happen anymore? No friendship. They won't even be in the same fantasy football league. Jeez. My wife unlocked a new memory. Mm. So as we're looking at the bar, you can buy uh, a Snickers bar or a peanuts or you know, little bags or Doritos. Do they have all whatever. those eggs in that liquid? No, no, there's uh. no pickled eggs. Um, but... My wife unlocked a memory of when she would go to the bar as a kid with her dad. Mm -hmm. They had, and tell me if you've ever seen anything like this before, they had a, I don't even know the right way to say this. You know the coin operated, you put a quarter in, you twist the dial, and then something comes out, right? Usually it would be like a a spider ring or whatever. But when she would go as a, (laughs) bless you. As a little kid to the bar with her dad, yeah. they had one of these that had inside it was one of them was peanuts. Mm-hmm. The other one was cashews, but the little vending thing was warmed. So her dad would Ooh. give her, right? right. Her dad would give her a quarter as he was hanging out with his buddies at the bar on like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And she would go over there and she'd get a handful of warm nuts. <laughs> and she, when she said it, she was holding her hands yeah. like this. And I was like, well, I'm interested now. I'll keep going with the story. I was just at Bill's gas station and they have warm cashews yeah. and almonds covered in like cinnamon. Oh my God. That was so it. Good. Right, right. Yeah. And, and she was talking about this and I was like, I have lived what I think is a long and exciteful, uh, exciting life. And I have never seen a vending machine pump out 
warm cashews yeah. sprinkled in cinnamon and sugar. Maybe and there's a market stuff. for it. And I was like, what? And so, uh, but that's a shout out to like an old timey bar in like Backwoods Bell Plain, Minnesota. Yeah. And she had the biggest smile on her face. Like it was, it wasn't a, yeah, my dad took me to the bar when I was four. It was, oh my God, I remember those warm peanuts. You should start your own vending machine. You could do, you could call it, uh, grab some nuts. JJ's nuts. Grab some nuts. Thursday's live show is going to be big. So turn KCLD on when you wake up and win $4,000 plus some new ink. Yeah, we're giving away a tattoo as well. We'll get it all to you Thursday morning in the Playhouse. Now let's wrap up the podcast, guys. Um, I want you to start thinking about the last time that you were so mad, so enraged that you wish you had a bat. I was reading this story from Gwyneth Paltrow that her therapist and um, executive coach suggested that she buy a plastic bat off Amazon and keep it around because she gets this pent-up frustration. She was raised in a family, and you know, Blythe Danner is her mom, and she's so, like, meek and mild, right? Um, Just kind of low-key. Yeah. She was always taught, uh, Gwyneth, to kind of, you know, not act unladylike. If you get angry, bottle it up, push it way down like I do. You know, it doesn't And then work. explode after and a couple of cocktails, yeah. Or have a bat nearby and just go at the couch like and then and then she said she feels so much better after she gets this pent up frustration out. And so when is the last time that you felt that anger where you were just like red? I'm getting better with my anger, but the last time that I really just wanted to snap and hit something where I could have just, you know, like taken a plastic bag to the couch. Yeah. Uh, and I usually do this at the gym. Uh, that's why I go after I work. Uh-huh. So anything that gets really messy at work, I usually work it out at the gym. Yeah. But over the summer, my kids, all of them had had multiple sets of friends over to, you know, party in the basement, use the hot tub, stuff like that. But then after like a couple of weeks, I go out and check the hot tub and it's full of like Rappers, gross. There was a sock in the bottom, dirt, leaves. Like yeah. no, they just acted like animals, and nobody had. And so now I gotta drain it, I gotta clean it, I gotta you know mix all the chemicals again and stuff like that. That one made me. I was so angry. I just kind of stewed on it for a while. I, you know what I did? I actually, I sat there and I looked at it. I left it open, and I went inside. I got a cigar. And I I sat outside with a highball of whiskey (laughs) and a cigar, and I just sat there. Worked through your rage. And it just, I I let it all kind of melt away, and my wife had come outside, and she was, she goes, she could tell, you know, like, I'm just sitting there by myself smoking a cigar, and she goes, yeah, you're going to be all right? Yeah, I'm going to need about another hour. Mm -hmm. I'll be fine. (laughs) And by the time uh, I had the third glass of whiskey, I was ready to pump out all the water of the hot tub, Mm -hmm. and uh, and I was there. I was okay, but I, I don't... The violent thing doesn't work for me anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I was younger, for sure. I'm very good at working through my emotions. I check myself. I say, do you want to say something that you'll have to apologize for? No. But I got very close watching the Grammys this past Sunday. And <laughs> the two guys I was watching it with, my husband and my son, literally during commercials, didn't say a freaking thing. And then the show would start. Mm. And all they did was talk. They had stuff to say during the SZA performance. They had stuff to say during the Dua Lipa performance. I was just like, are you guys kidding? I, I was so angry. 
so, so angry. What was the last spot in your life where you were so mad that you probably could have found some therapy in beating a couch cushion with a plastic bat? Imagine being Gwyneth Paltrow and going to your therapist and your therapist handing you a plastic bat and saying, it would probably benefit you in your life to take this bat and then beat the piss out of a couch cushion whenever you're feeling frustrated. Yeah. Here's the problem. If that was to happen to me, I would be very, very afraid that that bat would go from plastic bat to wooden bat mm-hmm. to metal bat. Where does it end? And I'm not, a fr- I just don't want to wreck a $500 bat. <laughs> oh, right. That. That's, where okay. I, that's where I'm at. But I don't know if there's anything in my life that is so frustrating where I would need to, you know, beat an inanimate object to get my frustration out. Now, something like this in a, my younger life, younger JJ could have really benefited from this kind of support. Yeah. Today, I feel like I got it pretty well harnessed. Kat just gets mad when her boys talk during performances of Dua Lipa and or SZA. Well, I mean, for real. Through the commercials, you have not one word to say. And then you're wound up and you start again. When the actual performances start, I don't understand that. I don't want to put a name to this because I don't want to read it. But we had somebody text in. And the question is, what would make you want to beat a pillow because you just need to get these emotions out. And somebody had said, when your husband cheats on you on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Wow. That um, one's kind of deep. That is very deep. That would be very upsetting. I want to know the backstory to everything. I don't know if I even want to know that one. It? That one's uh, uh, Jill's been waiting for a while. And obviously, now that you've been on hold for a couple of minutes, you've probably been able to calm down. But why would you want to beat a pillow so bad? Well, the other day I was doing some online shopping and... I was on CN, so, you know, you can get, like, a hundred things for, uh, like, yeah. $300. So my wife says, yeah. And I know. That's, yeah, so that's exactly what I did. You know, nothing <laughs> crazy, no designer. Yeah. And I told my sister, because we always, like, show each other what we get. And then a couple of days later, she comes over. Everything's fine. We're, like, about to eat dinner. And she mentions in front of my husband that I spent, like, 300 bucks on Shein. No! That's not only girl code, that is sister code. Traitor. What is she thinking? Exactly. I'm like pouring her pasta bolognese, and then she's like, oh, by the way, <laughs> that's all that money. It's like, she thought, she's like, oh, they said you just have to eat pasta from now on. And I was like, um, hon, I cooked this for you all day. Yeah. So pissed, I definitely could have taken a baseball bat. Yeah. Well, let's not do the violent thing, but I get it. <laughs> Had a couple of minutes yesterday, and as I opened up the refrigerator, I noticed that. We buy normally the bags of salads that you can make into like a Caesar salad yeah. or a chop salad or something like that. A kit. Yeah. I had to throw like three of those away because they just, and, it, and they're like eight bucks a piece, right? And like, okay, it's not going to break you, but I just hate throwing that kind of stuff away. And then I noticed that somebody had a half avocado in a plastic baggie. And I was just like, my God, my family just throws away thousands of dollars of groceries every year. I feel like I have found a way to not throw out as much. I do end up going shopping every four days. Okay. But I feel like it saves us money in the long run. I don't go on my huge, like, on paydays. I used to just go use up the entire budget. Like, let's go get all of our groceries so I don't have to go for 14 days. But now I'm like, I'd rather go every four days and not throw out produce. Or have fresh produce in the house rather than let it spoil. That was like, 
it's the worst to sit there and throw all that out. Hundreds of dollars a year. I threw this up on our Facebook page, and I said, what are you throwing away before you use it all up? A lot of people milk, a lot of people lettuce. Those seem to be the most popular answers. Uh, Shauna had said fresh fruit. My kids will eat it everywhere except for at our house. It what drives me heck? nuts. I don't understand that one. Green beans seem to go bad for everyone. Spring mixes, celery, limes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about limes going bad. Something's going on with our fridge and has been for like a couple of years where if there's stuff on the top shelf, the air doesn't move around properly. So certain vegetables and produce, they get like ice on them. They get frozen because they're right next to the, are they right next to the ice maker? So I'll put them in the crisper. Yeah. And they, they still get freezer burned. Frozen. So I don't understand it, but it makes me so sad. I'll sit there and I'll like prep and I'll cut everything up and then it's all frozen. I would bet this, do you, you have a, uh, you have an ice maker on your fridge, right? Yeah. So there's a leak somewhere. Uh, the, somehow the ice air is yeah. getting into your refrigerator. Sometimes of the it's so air. cold, and then sometimes it just feels normal. I wish there was a way to turn down the temperature on your refrigerator so that stuff didn't freeze. You know, I'm right here that if you want to look right at me. <laughs> that would be the way I would handle it Trust if I had me, one of those. we've tried everything. We've tried everything, and we don't know why. We don't know why the air is not just normal. Just a normal temperature. We could put people. We're we're visiting the idea of putting humanity on Mars. I just want my yeah. cucumbers to not ice up. Small ask. Just a way to turn that temperature Small down. Turn you down. Go down memory lane for a second. Okay. I want you to start thinking about like an '80s movie, even maybe even a '90s movie, and I want you to think about who you believe is the biggest bully. In any of those movies. So for me, immediately what came to mind was Biff from Back to the Future. Okay. Constantly giving George and Marty McFly a hard time. Absolutely. I'm going to say, and I'm going to stick with uh, Michael J. Fox movie, Mick from Teen Wolf. The other basketball player that was always up in his face. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Stan Gable from Revenge of the Nerds. And he was also the neighbor on... Um, married with children. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, he gave Lewis Skolnick such a bad yes, time. Yes, he did. Uh, the, uh, Tisha, what's good? How you feeling? Good morning. I'm good this morning. How are you guys? We're great. <laughs> who's the uh, Who's the biggest bully from those like 80s or 90s movies that you remember? Uh, I was going back and forth between Debo and Angelica. Yep. I think I'm going to go with Debo. Debo. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, he had but no fear. I don't fear. know if the 70s or 80s. Debo, that, that was the 90s, right? was right? the 90s. I think Friday yeah. was in the 90s. Yeah. They've been yeah. playing that every weekend. Did one of the actors die? Because they've been playing it literally Friday, well, Debo, next Friday, and Debo Friday Debo died next. a few years ago. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. He died. Um, oh, What's geez. his name? Bang, bang, bang. The, the dad from... um. I oh, I know who you're talking to. The dad from Friday. Uh, uh, that pooped his pants yeah. in traffic? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Oh, well, hey, watch your... Uh, um, it was... Uh, dang it. And he was one of the funniest guys in the history of the world. I can't remember his name right now either. Yeah. Everybody else will figure it out. But you know oh, what? Oh, that one straw scene with Debo's dirty underwear and then he, like, smells... <laughs> 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 that is literally one of my favorite... Like, I could sit and watch all three. And, Y'all have some afternoon. high rollers up in here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you, Tisha. Appreciate it. That didn't even... That didn't even crack the top three. Debo was not numero uno or dos or tres. I'm surprised you're not saying Scott Farkas. And did you know it's not Scott Farkas? It's Scott Farkas. Scott? Scott Farkas. His name isn't Scott? No, it's Scott. S-C-U-T. Farkas. This whole time, you haven't known that?
He says Scott Farkas. Scott Farkas. Not. It's Scott. The number one biggest bully when the survey was taken for 80s or 90s movies was... Mm. You couldn't leave well enough alone. Could you, little twerk? No, you had to push it. Now you're going to pay. Oh. Your boy, Johnny Lawrence. Put him in a body bag. Oh. <laughs> Man, he's had enough. Shut up, Bobby. Johnny, leave him alone, man. He's had enough. Come on, Johnny. Oh, he's had enough, man. What is wrong with you, Johnny? The enemy deserves no mercy. No mercy. No mercy. Oh, my God. Cobra Kai. Derek and I were just talking about when is the last season. They're doing their last season, which is season six. When is it coming out? What the hell? What is Ralph Macchio doing, by the way? Is he eating babies? Like, how does he look so young? He's doing, oh, yeah. He's just constantly working out. That guy looks like he's 29. I know. I think Disney was when Liam was five. And I'm like, this is the time. This is when everything is so magical. Is that ship sailed now? You ever entertain going back? He would be more into the rides this next time. So I think that, you know, I don't think we'll ever do Disney again. Um, but we loved Animal Kingdom. That was so fun. But Discovery Cove, if you're water people and you're um, into snorkeling and, and stuff like that, it is the most magical place ever. They have these huge manta rays that will come up and just bump you and then go back down. You could you could go down to the bottom of it, which is like eight, nine feet, and just pet them. They're just laying there. So if I had to give anybody any advice as to what to do in Orlando, it would be Discovery Cove. But I was reading that Disney World, they are now, they're so complicated and expensive that when it comes to planning, they are now holding these $39 Zoom tutorials to get the best and most out of your Disney vacation. Oh, this might be money well spent. I think it I think it could be. I would love for people to add to the list of things that people should do in Orlando. You don't always have to do Disney, but I think it's it's a pretty magical place. So a few years ago, my son's summer baseball team, we, we made it to the World Series and we were playing on the Treasure Coast and we got done uh, a little bit early. We didn't you know make it as far as we thought we were going to and we had an extra day. So my wife's like, we should go to Disney. And yeah. so it was myself and my 12 year old at the time and my daughter, Regan, and so we went and spent a day there. We get into the park. We're doing the rides. We're having fun. Like it was a, we were all old enough where it was just like, we weren't worried about anyone getting lost. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's obviously just a trip. There's a billion people there. So you're kind of worried about, uh, you know, losing a kid. And, uh, and, and we knew what was up and we're doing, and then all of a sudden, boom, this big thunderstorm rules through and there's a tornado behind it. No. Yeah. So wow. they shut the, they were, they were like, we're shutting the park down. So there was a, a, a time where they're trying to get people into safe spots, but they wouldn't allow rides to happen yeah. or uh, they, when they shut them down, then there was this long period of time that they needed to make sure that all the weather had gone through and that it was safe to ride the rides again. And by then it was like seven o'clock at night and we're like let's go or whatever so i feel like i kind of got hosed out of a a couple of rides and the worst was we were like eighth in line for the next ride no like we're shutting them all down i'm like i've been standing 40 (laughs) minutes man like come on i'll risk it yeah we just run a little lightning has never hurt anybody so i'm not i'm not an epcot girl i don't know if i would be interested in that is it cool i'd love to hear about it uh rachel says universal and volcano bay the best yeah my sister went to volcano bay and had a great time. Lexi says, I feel so overwhelmed planning a Disney trip for our family of five. Totally going to look into this. 
I need as much help as I can get. Trevor says Universal is amazing. Trevor, I'm going to agree with you on that. If you're a ride family. So two out of the three of us are ride people. I was, man, you would be so proud. I was green and I was standing in line to go on the next one. Knowing that the ride is 19 seconds long is the only thing that got me through those rides. Like I did the Jurassic where like the knots against your body. I was like, I'm going to wow. throw up. I'm going to embarrass my whole family. But it it truly is like a really. I would place. pay the extra 40 bucks to do that Zoom call. I mean, you're going to get a lot of knowledge from it. I just wanted to let you know that that's an option because when you're going to spend thousands of dollars for a trip, probably put it on your credit card and pay it off over years to come. You want to get the most out of it. So now you know that it's an option. 